bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits but a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the Common Council president and the Common Council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. That's exactly how I feel. That's exactly how I feel today. Ripping and running two, three days in a row up at 2 a.m., 3 a.m. in the morning, ripping and running, catching airplanes, flying all around everywhere. And then I show up here bright and what was I going to say? Bright eyed and bushy tail, you know, for for you younger people who don't understand um colloquialisms that are outside of your um, emotional and cultural and generational understanding. That means, well, no, that would have been the same thing. So disregard. <laughs> He's back. Why are you shaking your head? You know, you don't like when I talk about millennials, do you? They don't like when I be talking about millennials. They talk about us and then they all, all they could come up with is, Hey boomer. I'm like, so like, that's supposed to bother somebody? <laughs> Whatever. <sighs> so, so, so. Y'all can tell I'm begging for an argument, right? Boy, do I have it today. Boy, do I have it today. So, I've been going through some... I've, I've, been, I've been watching the news over the weekends. I've been watching the business news over the weekends. And I've come across some things that just kind of made me... Well, anyway. That kind of made me go... I really don't know what that is. I have three stories that disturbed me all weekend long. Three stories that made me wonder how and why exactly 
we are doing what we're doing in the world today. I have some ideas about it that probably many people will disagree with. What's my favorite three words? I don't care. It's an opinion. It's a talk show. That's what we do. And as long as you do it in a respectful way, I think in many instances, it shouldn't matter. People will take things personally. But I just want to know something from you. First of all, Atlanta, Georgia. Two female employees say they were fired from a Georgia store brand of the athleisure brand Lululemon for confronting store robbers and calling local law enforcement on them. Jennifer Ferguson, former assistant manager of the Lululemon store in Peachtree Corners in Atlanta, recorded a 30-second video of a group of men wearing face masks, entering the store, broad daylight, stealing clothing. Stealing clothing from the update. Not stealing a couple things, literally a rack of clothing and carrying it out. Ferguson shouts at the thieves, no, 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 right? And this is a story from the National Review. The group, which had reportedly burglarized the store, you ready? Nearly a dozen times previously were unfazed by her bravery. They said, chill, B, you know, the itch word, shut your A-double-S up. One tells Ferguson, who followed and then filmed the group to their getaway car, waiting in a nearby parking lot. Ferguson and fellow employee Rachel Rogers say they violated Lululemon's corporate policy by notifying the Gwinnett Police Department about the incident, though the company denies that is the case. The former employee told local news outlet 11 Alive, we're not supposed to get in the way. You kind of clear the path for whatever they want to do. And then after it's over, you scan a QR code and that's that. We've been told not to put it in any notes because that might scare other people. We're not supposed to call the police. Not really supposed to talk about it. Rogers said it wasn't very clear. They didn't really give any reasonable reasoning besides just to say that they have no tolerance policy. She said that was her sole income. So did I have to file unemployment and all and use up all my savings to pay for my car payments, car insurance, my dog's food, my food. Ferguson's husband, Jason, released footage of the incident, which went viral on Tuesday. He said this was posted without my wife's consent. She is not one to make a scene, one to draw attention. However, as her husband, I cannot idly stand by and do nothing. That's what he wrote. And then there's Coles. That one kind of tripped me out because they're having backlash over their pride collection following similar reactions to Target and Adidas and North Face. We'll get to that. Now, my argument with the story is that I understand that you run a store and you get to do what you want to do when you want to do it. And whether your customers support you or not, it's your choice as a store. I understand. As they say on their website, Coles.com, they're committed to amplifying and affirming the voices of the LGBTQIA plus community. I don't understand the amplification for a, for a public company to do that. 
do you amplify black voices, Hispanic voices, white voices? But okay. But I get it. That's their prerogative. The backlash comes amid a string of similar reactions at the retailers across the U.S. introduced collections for the 2023 Pride Month, which began June 1st, which begins June 1st. Last week, Target said it altered its Pride 2023 collection displays and availability following backlash. Well, showing gay baby clothes was the issue. Now, you have a right to sell what you want to sell. You have a right to do what you want to do, have anybody you want in it, as long as they're adults. Some people took offense for them showing children's clothes, but it's their prerogative. I get that. There's nothing illegal about it. Some people might think it's immoral or not. I'm not going to tell my personal view of it. I will add that I don't think you should be selling gay baby clothes because I don't know if a baby or a child can make that decision. And where do the parents play a part? I think it's important that parents play a part in their child's role. But we'll get into that a little later, too. This isn't meant to bash. This is meant to shed light on the fact that we have things going on in our country that seem to be antithetical to the way many of us believe. And that's okay, but you still have to treat people with the same dignity and respect regardless of who they are regardless of what they believe, regardless of who they believe they are or are not, or what they are and what they're not. But then there's Target. Target lost $10 billion in market valuation over the last 10 days as the popular retailer continues to face backlash over pride-themed clothes lining for children. Target went from $160.96 a share to closing Friday at $138 dollars and 93 cents a share that's a 14 percent drop 10.1 billion dollar loss and the company's only valued at 64 billion what does that say what is america trying to tell you well target has been caught in between middle america's culture war over gender pride and all that How far should a company go? There's talk of support of organizations that believe schools should not tell parents about children who want to change their gender when they go to school. My issue with that is that a child is the custody of a parent. And the parent should have a right to say and be told what a child does and doesn't do. Now, if you're a parent and you decide you want to dress your child in whatever, that is your prerogative. People can agree. People can disagree. It's none of their business because it's your child. But when we go to the point where we start to support organizations that support schools in not telling a parent that a child not only wants to change their gender, but will assist them in changing their gender and they're underage, that's a problem. And it's one of those things that we in the black community just don't discuss. We don't talk about it. 
We get bashed for being Christian. We get bashed for believing in religion. We get bashed for being, what is it, narrow-minded and all sorts of things. But what we forget is that it's okay to have a difference of opinion. Matter of fact, we have to have a difference of opinion so we can have a discussion about it. Because there are some things and there's some facts that are evident that no one's talking about that are detrimental to the community. And if we keep pretending, we're going to have the same thing that happened in Florida at the beach where nine people are shot, including a one. Oh, my bad. We already had that in Milwaukee. Disregard. We've already had one-year-olds shot here. And nobody does anything about it. How accepting are we going to be? We're not talking about taking away a person's dignity or taking away who they are or who they believe that they are. Whether we agree or not, it's their prerogative. As long as you're an adult. But if you want to talk about it, 833-212-1017 is the number. Where are we going? Summer's here. Shootings. Nine of them on Memorial Day. Nine people shot in Florida at the beach. One of them is a one-year-old. Where's the NAACP? Where's the Urban League? Where's 100 Black Men of America? Why aren't we screaming and hollering about black people dying? That's right. We only scream and die when white people kill black people. But when black people kill black people, crickets. Whatever you want to talk about, hey, it's Tuesday. I'm open. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Join the Truth Team. And no. <laughs> uh, June is National Home Ownership Month, and only 25% of African Americans in the city of Milwaukee own their homes, despite the fact that we make up over 40% of the population. I don't I don't know why that is a I don't understand that correlation, but We'll go back to it. This is why the award-winning 1017 The Truth, that's us, is proud to announce our first annual home buying seminar on Wednesday, June 14th, presented by Axe Housing and BMO Harris Bank. We will have home buying coaches and mortgage advisors on site to break down the home buying process and to help you get pre-approved for a home loan. That means you can walk away that day with a pre-approval letter to buy a house. 
Limited spots are available. Go to 1017thetruth.com to secure your space today. So if only 25% of African-Americans in the city own their home, how many of them work and make enough to actually own and run a house? So there's some, there's a little bit of data missing, but I get the point that they're making in that one of the keys to leaving a legacy, one of the keys to building wealth is real estate and home ownership. And it's important when you realize that we can, we can make that number get as close to 40% or even exceed 50%, right? Why? Because it's important. Because you pay taxes, build the city, all those things. So I think that's an important thing. Axe Housing is doing along with BMO Harris Bank. Uh, don't get caught up in the 25% of African-Americans. We're 40% in the city because if you reverse it, would we say that 40% once you hit 40%, you can stop owning homes? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Let's do it. Let's do it. So make sure you go to the website, 1017thetruth.com. Axe Housing, BMO Harris Bank, they've been proud partners and um, they've been doing some great things with uh, Sherwin Hughes and make sure you do that. Make sure you sign up. If I didn't have a house, I would sign up. But I went to one of those, not at Axe, but I went to one of those like seminars back in the 90s to kind of figure out, hey, own a house, first time. Nobody in my, in my family had owned a home, so I had to go to a friend of the family who owned multiple houses and kind of figure, what is this? It's a very daunting task, and so you've got places like Axe that can literally walk you through the whole thing. So that's what you should do. Check it out. 833-212-1017 is the number. Melody, you are on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you? Very good. Thank you. Doctor, you got to tell me. How, where is the strategy behind the marketing? First Budweiser came and marketed trans. Right. And you, I'm from Milwaukee. You're from Chicago. We're old. Hey! Ever, ever since, hey! Well, we're old. me old? It's O-L- no, O L E. No, I'm not O L E. I'm O L D. I'm O L D. Well, I'll do O. I'm a OG. Well, I'll do O L E. I'm a OG. I'm a but OG anyway. original girlfriend. There you go. Anyways, but what I'm saying is, where is the money? Because the fact of the matter is, first Budweiser, and we grew up. I grew up downtown, trans, drag queens, uh, uh, gay people, lesbians. You know, it, it was a gambit. I'm 66 years old. I saw it growing up. Okay. So here's Budweiser, the LGBT2 take down to the BLM, and that's where they got their springboard. Oh, okay, too bad you didn't take the BLM movement with you when you got all the attention. That's okay. That's okay. Where is the money in doing marketing towards trans when it's such a small minority of our population? Why is Target and these other stores, these corporations, you know, putting it out there, hey, here's our latest charity case for a, don, a downtrodden group. Do you, do, do you want to answer to that? Make... Do you want to answer to that? Yeah, go ahead. It is yeah. because they're doing something that's called virtue signaling, right? So, Ooh, rep- that sounds scary. Well, Republicans use that a lot, but, but I, I understand how it's used in this instance because when I come alongside you and start singing the same song you're singing, I don't really believe it, but I'm going to sing it anyway. I'm just trying to make mm-hmm. money. 
That's all I'm really trying to Absolutely. do. Absolutely. I'm just trying to make money. I don't I don't really care about your movement. That's why the whole Black Lives Matter thing, it was great while it lasted, but now you're starting to see it ripple and you're starting to see it slowly come down and, you know, diversity, nobody in the 70s, diversity was the oh my gosh, it was great, and then it died in the 80s, and then it came back a little bit in the 90s, right. and then it died in the 2000s. Now it's back. And like everything else, right. they'll they'll play the game, they'll get the money. Not not black people, but the companies will get the money. Right. And as soon as they reach their peak that they think they can max it out, all those people will have those right. same types of jobs they have. Public affairs, public well, relations. But they'll never be the C-suite vice president of HR. They'll never be the vice president of operations, right? And so their, their right. diversity only goes so far. Well, I, I, Well, that's just it. And I think people are seeing it. That's why the retaliation. Sure. Because what's happening now is that people are saying, you know, they're saying, we're gonna, companies are saying, we're going to put this out there. And all these people who feel sorry or indebted or whatever are going to buy my thing because they, because they want to just contribute. They don't want to go through their normal lives acting, you know, that they don't have these biases. or and That's cool. But the fact of the matter is I'm glad that it's blowing up in their face because – you know, the whole aspect of the LGBTQ and why it's different from other movements is that some of us still, and I hope my 12-year-old grandson's like it, we like discretion when it comes to our sexuality. Sexuality, use discretion. And, you know, this is something that maybe we're old school prudes, but it's something that we still have as a... Wait a minute, as, as wait a minute. Why do you have to be a prude to believe something like that? That doesn't mean you're a prude because you disagree with somebody. No, I don't it believe just means I'm a you're prude, different. but I'm just saying it. Okay, go, right, go on. But that's how I was raised. Oh, okay. Well, but that's how I was raised. So, All right. So with the LGBTQ, you know, the whole, and I think, you know, people just got the, they got exactly what you said. They saw what was up, and now people got angry. They got angry, and they started, you know, vandalizing. I don't agree with that. And those poor women who got fired, they're not going to get their job back. They got, they won't get unemployment because they got terminated for cause. Right. If there's a, if there's a policy so that's too bad but uh oh well it is what it is hey thanks for hearing me out you take care all right 833-212-1017 is the number she had some valid points but we have to not but yet we have to look at the fact that we're forcing people to believe something that they decide they don't want to believe and instead of telling them that you live in america and it's okay not to believe that We trash them. We cancel them. We tell them they're thinking wrong. You have to be accepting of everyone. You really don't. Like God made you to have your own mind and you can decide what you want and don't want to. And as long as it's legal and you're not infringing upon anyone else's rights, you can believe and do what you want to do. When did we stop respecting people? When are we going to stop looking at Milwaukee as this one of the most segregated cities in America. Well, then why didn't you move out and move into a white community when you could? I don't want to live in a predominantly white community. Does it sound racist? Yes, it does. No more racist than the white person who lives in Cedarburg and will decide they want to live in Cedarburg and they don't want to live around black people. I'm perfectly okay with that. Whatever perception they have of the city, keep it. Just don't move to the city. 
But for some reason, we 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 lost something when we decided that if you don't agree with me, then we're we're going to get rid of you. And we forgot that when we keep talking all this garbage about we want to uphold democracy, democracy isn't what you think it is. Democracy is what everybody thinks it is. Everybody gets to speak their voice, even when you don't like it. And that's okay. But some somewhere we we lost that. The Republican Party thinks the world should only be their way. And they just dismiss you like you're not there. And the Democratic Party had the audacity to, today to say that they they uphold democracy. As long as you vote the way that they vote, believe what they believe, support what they support, you're safe. I don't think so. And you've got two people running for president that nobody likes. But they would rather vote for the person they don't like that they voted for before than to actually find somebody new and go, hmm, maybe that person who's in the middle who actually everybody likes. But then again, I guess that's why we live in America. Traffic, sports, and weather up next. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833. What do you think about all this? All this stuff. What, what do you think about the target catching trouble for, like, do you support? Do you, are you against target? Do you support target? Do you, like, what? So, what target did is they had a pride section, and some people were offended at the pride section. So they went and exercised their civil rights and said, we don't want to go to, we're going to sell our stuff and we're going to get rid of it, which is their prerogative, whether you agree with it or not. I mean, I'm not afraid to say, I don't think it's appropriate. Not for a child. For an adult, sure. Child, no. But if you want your child to wear it, that's on you, right? So either way, how I feel about it emotionally, how I feel about it intellectually, how I feel about it as a Christian, how I feel about it as a man. Eh. But I can speak my mind without feeling like, oh, you can't say that. People will get mad. Well, they'll get mad. I probably agree with maybe, what, 2% of the population anyway. So, I don't know. But, at, but at some point, we have to allow people to be able to do what they want to do. I think some of these states that are passing laws – that infringe on people's rights to make up their own mind because you disagree, I have a problem with that. You're going to be left to your own devices. Like, you're going to decide what is important to you. And when it's over, you're going to be accountable for it. 
we're all we're all imperfect and we all don't agree on everything. Um, there, there are some strong lines I have, but my strong line is when you do things and you're, if Coles wants to do this, if Target wants to do it, okay. And if you decide you don't want to shop there, that's okay too. It's, it's your prerogative. But when we have organizations that support schools not telling parents that their child wants to transition or trying to find ways to pay for a child to transition when they're underage and not tell their parent, that's a problem. And if you let that happen to your kid, that's child abuse. That's just me. Makes no sense to me. Boycott? Eh, I don't think boycotts work that much anyway. I mean, it's okay to disagree. But see, the beauty of it is this. Start your own store. You don't like Adidas? Start your own shoe store. You don't like North Face? Start your own. Did they go a little? And the reason why was this, right? As soon as they got backlash, they changed. Oh, well, okay. Well, then that means you really didn't mean it. That means you really weren't into it. You were virtue signaling. I'm going to stand next to you. Like I I had a friend of mine on Facebook. When the whole Black Lives Matter broke, right? There was a publication that came out. And the publication had been put out, you know, it was through a marketing company. So this was, let me see, March. George Floyd was what, June? So this was Memorial Day. George Floyd, Memorial Day. Okay. So it, it was it was maybe three to six months prior to that. The marketing had come out that put out a brochure that said, just breathe. You can lose weight. You can do this. You can do that. Right? So it came out right in the midst of George Floyd and COVID and all that. People start freaking out. Oh, my God. I can't believe that. I said, first of all, stop being so sensitive. Number two, let people be who they are. Number three, this is a marketing firm that that wrote this three, four, five months before George Floyd died. Don't do that. But when I drove up North Avenue and I saw the person that was a workout studio that had the big sign that was handwritten that said, you can now breathe. People said, that's insensitive. Was it insensitive or was it tied to their their occupation? It was tied to what they do. Had somebody jumped in and said, I'm walking with you. That's terrible. That's virtue signaling. You're agreeing with something because everybody else is agreeing with it. You really don't care. But this is where the crowd's going. So we're going to go with the crowd. I prefer the person's going to stand up and be different. And if they're going to stand up and be different, then they're just different. And they stand on what they stand on by themselves, with people or with the whole multitude. They stand on what they stand on. That's a conversation to have. That's a discussion to have. This rolling with people, like at some point, we got to do something about violence in the black community. At some point, somebody need to go to jail. Your cousins, your friends, your husbands, your fathers, your nephews, your uncles, along with the women who commit the crimes, need to go to jail. 
so the community can be safe. You can't get around that. You can't keep blaming slavery. You can't keep blaming poverty. You can't, even though they play a part, we know they do. Research has shown it. But in the end, the decision that you make is everything. And if you make the wrong decision, like if I did, y'all blow me up. I'd be all over TV and news. Oh, my God, look at what he did. It's terrible. All I'm saying is hold yourself to the same thing. And I don't understand what you mean about the, the Montgomery bus boycott. The Montgomery bus boycott wasn't illegal. So I don't, I don't know. And if you really understood what the Montgomery bus boycott was, it wasn't what people thought. So, and that's another one of those things. We need to, next time we do black history, we need to have real black history and dive into what made Martin Luther King great and recognizing that Martin Luther King was a, was a sacrifice. Hey, get that. Y'all get that 20, like that 25, that 20, that young kid. Yeah. Put him in it. All the people behind it. SCLC. Southern Christian leadership, right? They chose him. Hey, get the young dude, put him out there. If it falls flat, it's on him. What they didn't know was the type of order he was. And he captivated the country. And by the time they wanted to stop him, it was too late. He already had it. He was already the de facto leader of the civil rights movement. But they don't tell you that part in history. They just tell, oh, he was great. And he was where he come from. Uh, right. We got this group here and we need, um, hey, Rhea, you're young enough. Yeah, I think Rhea, you do great. Let's have you step up, Rhea. We'll support you. Yeah, because if it goes south, we out. It's on him. And the rest is history. He says, sometimes marketing firms get it wrong. Didn't you say boycotts don't work? Well, this wasn't a boycott, per se. It was just backlash. But it, people didn't stop going to Coles. Coles had their best quarter in the first quarter of 2023. Best quarter they had in years. So I'm just saying, you know. And I'm not bashing Coles, but I'm talking about the people that. You know what? Let me take this phone call before I get beat up. Hey, Sandra, how you been? I've been good. I've been out of town. Now I'm back. I've been running around city. Now I'm back. What's going on? I know. I heard you say you were uh, going out of town. Uh, that's all right. Nothing here. You need to go out of town and get you some rest and free your mind. I didn't get no rest, but okay. You didn't? No. Nope. <laughs> I was all over the place. Oh, okay. Well, you'll make up for it. I was in like I one place. I went to Denver. vacation. Yeah. What's up? Oh, I got some people over there. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, okay, you speaking of uh, well, oh, first of all, first of all, I want to say, oh, I want to thank Julian for calling after I talked to you the other day. Okay. Uh, yeah, because he said stuff that I couldn't put it out the way I wanted to say it, but he knew what I meant. And so, uh, uh yeah, he 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 hit every point that was really good. Mm-hmm. But anyways. And I know when you were speaking about the guns and the sacrifices, I think, you know, I always call and we speak about the guns and stuff and people's rights to the guns and stuff. And so I said, I said, well, hey, ain't nothing going to be done about it. So I'm not going to really mention it anymore. If the people start uh, dying and stuff, I don't even want to hear it. But they're dying. I said, you don't want to do people nothing are about dying. it. They're dying. They're getting shot. So I don't want to even hear it. You know, uh, I don't, if the people can't rise up 
and going to watch their kids die and stuff like this. Right. Well, then, hey, it's going to happen. These but it's somebody else's fault, nothing though. About the gun. But it's somebody else's fault. It's, it's the That's gun's fault. That's why you got to raise up. We got assault weapons. You it's raise assault up. weapons' fault, right? There, there are no fingers and triggers. It they is. Just, they jump it up and just. You don't no, need no. those kind of hostile guns. You no, do know you the majority don't. of people getting killed those are not getting are killed military. by assault weapons. You do understand those people are, are not there. What are you talking about? They're not dying from assault weapons. Like, what are you talking about? Well, the regular guns, too. But don't go to crying. If people get shot, look, I think it's a way to curve the population anyways. I think they want us to die. Sandra, that's over the top. Nah, come on. Even for you, Sandra. If they did, they would find a way. If they get CEOs to figure out how to move these jobs out of here and all that stuff, Mm. they can get somebody to help the community. And we're we're hollering for help and we're not getting it. Sandra, why can't we help ourselves? I'm just I'm just putting you know the other side out there. I, yes, I, we I need help. But, but why? We hired a police take, officer. We don't take police officers. Like what? Well, we need more than police. police officers we need more and, than police. And, uh, we need more than fire. Guard. We need more than the city. We need a community. I have no community. What we All need are individuals. I, t- I tell you what that we over need, and over. What we need are indiv- individuals to be responsible for what they do. Period. Well, that, look, you got more people going to jail now than ever. No, we and don't. It never stop. No, we don't. Yes, you do. Go to yes, the district attorney's office. No, we don't. That's why we got crime. <laughs> yes, you do. No, we you don't. Got, you got the prison population rise, 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 but we get no fix. Show me where. Where? Where? Oh, where you do I find pull that? it up. Pull it up. I ain't pulling huh? it up. You said it. Well, I don't have it right, right mm-hmm. on hand right now. But then you can't but say I've been it, looking at it. But then you can't say it, Yes, Sandra. I can. You can, you can believe it, but of it you because mm. it To me, they need, they need to have something on the news, especially about black people. So uh, then how are we going to stop like crime? How are we going to stop crime in our community, Sandra? Hey, look, I'm going to tell you. They know where the crime is. They who? Uh, the people in power, the police and all. Because I see it. But we got a constitution that says there's it. some things you can't do. And then when you lock them up, they start complaining and crying and rioting and saying that we're over-policed. Does Milwaukee seem like an over-policed place when nine people get shot and killed? Is it it over-policed? Answer my question, Sandra. Is it over-policed when nine people can get shot? And when three people, three girls got shot, like what, Friday? Three. Three girls, like 18, 19, and 16. Like, what is that? I saw that. Where, where's well, where's the uproar? Where's the uproar? Guns, if they didn't have the guns, no, they stop be coming up with ideas of what you yes, think it is. Stop. Okay, yeah. Okay, bye, Sandra. Because see, you 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 don't want people to take accountability for what they did. Nope. You remember my words. You don't want people to take accountability for what they did. Well, they they do, and they go to jail. They don't. Right. They we wouldn't trial. have the crime if they were in jail. Nah, you don't have crime. They, <laughs> it's orchestrated. Crime is orchestrated, and they By have who? to have it. Who's this? Who's this person that comes? You what wouldn't system? be able to teach law. Come on, you didn't have you Sandra. Didn't have crime, you Sandra. Law. Uh, and you Sandra. need it so you won't. Uh, you can have your real estate. Who I gotta go to break, Sandra. You, you you're talking a lot. Who wants to move <laughs> down here, Doctor? Remember that. Okay. Yes, I'll ma'am. See you later. All right. Love I'll you. Take care. You later. Put it All that right. way. Okay. Bye bye. Love you too. Bye bye. One call. That's all. One call. That's all. We should do this all the time after Sandra. When we get this, we, we got to talk to Sandra first and then do one call. That's all. Uh, that's Now's your chance to be entered in to win the one call. That's all 5K giveaway. You will be a finalist because we're giving it away at the end of June. 
You heard me. That's right. $5,000. Be caller number four right now. Be entered in to win $5,000 in cash. Remember, if your loved one has ever been injured in an accident, give Gruber Law Officers a call. One call. That's all. 833-212-1017 is the number. Caller number four to be a finalist to win this money from the one call. That's all. 5K giveaway. For official contest rules, visit 1017thetruth.com. Caller number four. 833-212-1017. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Top five at five coming up. Want to say congratulations to Paul to being a finalist for the One Call That's All 5K giveaway. So if you keep listening and you keep calling and you stay on the app and you keep doing it, you will be able to win. Because I talk long enough so even the people on the app can hear it and call in. So that so no matter what way, we be trying to do it. So I'm just saying. See, now I forgot what I was going to talk about. Anyway, I got the top five. Of five. Oh, that's what it was. Uh, the caller said, maybe the solution to murder in a nation built on murder is to learn from nations that don't have as much gun violence. That would be more cute or lovely. Well, here's the problem with that. Those countries don't have nearly the civil rights that we have, including working, welfare, uh, movement, living certain places, not having 50% of your money taken because you got to pay the queen, stuff like, you know, stuff like that. Socialized health care that doesn't work, that if you don't have enough quality points in life or your age is too high, um, you don't get certain things. Like I'm at an age now. Oh, well, sir, sir. Yeah. Um, we, we believe spending that money on you to get that operation, that your quality of life wouldn't, wouldn't be long enough. So we're, we're not going to bother. If you want to live like that, then I say go ahead and do it. But that's why people from Canada come here to get health care. Their health care is great till it's not great. And then, and then what do you do? If you don't have the money, you don't get to go to America and see a doctor to buy insurance and go. You know, like, so, so if it's just guns, we just need to follow the laws that are on the books and put people in jail. Like that's pretty much it. But we don't do that. Maybe we'll talk about that in the 5 o'clock hour. 833-212-1017 is the number you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm Dr. Ken Harris.